Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Made in America. And that's not hyperbole. I'm not joking about that, as you know. And it happens to be, as Barack says, a three-letter word. Jobs. J-O-B-S. Jobs. I know exactly why we're having problems with math. Everybody's listening to Sleepy Joe. Math, English, reading, well, everything. And I'm going to tell you and Senator Rothfuss all about it. We've got lots to do. Come on, let's go. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to yet another scintillating installment from high above all other puerile and insipid forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, broadcasting to you from the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming. Well, good morning, my friends, and welcome to the program. All we hear from the media about education in Wyoming is that we don't pay enough. The Wyoming Constitution mandates that the state fully pay for education. So the question becomes, what amount should we be paying? When you go into the grocery store and you pick up something off the shelf, the very first thing you probably do is look at the price tag. What are you going to get for what it is that you're paying? There's the old adage that you get what you pay for. Certainly, if you buy a set of wrenches from Harbor Freight, they're not going to last nearly as long as if you were to get a set off of the Snap-on truck. But there again, you're going to pay for those. Though, I don't know of a single parent that would equate the education of their children with buying a product. But that is exactly how the government affairs person for the Wyoming Education Association characterized it to the Joint Education Committee last Monday. His name is Tate Mullen. Here's what he had to say about educating your kids. Uh, Successful organizations, government systems, and entities all have a commonality. Those entities that succeed recognize that their most valuable asset isn't the product, it isn't the service, it isn't the -the state-of-the-art facilities that they're in. It's their workers. It's the people that provide the product or provide the service that make the product. And those that recognize that succeed and those that don't fail. Kind of surprising coming from the outfit that is always saying, well, it's because of the children. We have to pay more. We have to do this because of the children. This isn't really all that surprising coming from the teachers union. That's what the Wyoming Education Association is, a teachers union. So, of course, when confronted with the problem of why aren't our students succeeding at the level that we think they should, their answer is always going to be teacher compensation. Really, Tate Mullen's whole presentation was nothing but just attacking legislators for not giving them more money. To start with, though, he makes this crazy claim that, you know, maybe legislators shouldn't be doing their job. 
Educators from across the state have continuously witnessed this legislature attempt to pass a variety of bills that target education. From his point of view, that's absolutely outrageous that the legislature would try to pass bills concerning education. Educators should just be left alone to educate. And we, of course, should just accept that and pay the bill. Not so much, though, when you understand that the biggest component of the Wyoming budget is education at $1.77 billion every year. And if you believe that one of our most important jobs is educating our young, then maybe the most important job that the legislature can do is to support, oh, that's using their words, <laughs> education. I'll get to the whole support thing in just a second. But here is what Tate Mullen thinks is their most important job. You know, the teacher's union. At least he's being halfway honest with this one. Recognize that their most valuable asset isn't the product, it isn't the service, it isn't the state-of-the-art facilities that they're in. It's their workers. Well, okay then. Kids are products, and you're going to pay for it. And you're not paying enough right now, by the way. When you think about it, it makes total sense. The job of a teacher's union is to support the teachers. That is, get them the highest pay a check and the best benefits that they possibly can. Here's Tate Mullen using every other word in the dictionary for money that he can possibly think of. Again, providing competitive pay and attractive benefits. Right? You can do this by either increasing pay and benefit, the base pay and benefits, raising substitute pay. Uh, to the Wyoming School Board's association point, and what we're hearing across the state in terms of housing, right? Relocation reimbursement, reduced rent, down payment assistance, uh, reduced mortgage rates or tax incentives. Uh, we have opportunities to utilize CARES Act dollars to pay or reimburse student loans. Uh, fact of the matter is, is that what we are seeing is that our educators make 86 cents on the dollar for what their, uh, uh, their counterpart makes, yet they still have healthcare costs, childcare costs, they're dealing with inflation. They still have those same costs and they have student loans. We have the opportunity to alleviate a little bit of that. Do you get any of that? Relocation assistance, reduced rent, tax incentives, down payment assistance, help with your student loans? No, my guess is you don't get any of that. But according to the Wyoming Education Association, we should be giving it to teachers and you should be paying for it. The Wyoming Education Association wants us to look at education and paying our teachers like we would any other business. We will. So in any other business, you have to look at the return on investment. So are Wyoming citizens getting what they pay for in Wyoming education? Wyoming Senator Chris Rothfuss insists that we follow the data. Pay attention to the data. You know, it kind of reminds me of that whole follow the science business. But here's what Senator Rothfuss had to say. I think one of the points we've heard today is, is that even statements like that, suggesting that we are not performing at the level we should perform when we're one of the top states in the country, is looking for negatives when there are such strong positives. We can do better. Everyone in here knows we can do better. Everyone in here has ideas on how to do better. But the idea that we would disparage the system and say we're failing 45% of the state when the reality is we're exceeding and achieving at levels that are unrealistic for a state like Wyoming because we have this exceptional teaching core and an incredible professional community, that's what they're asking for. Focus on the good and find ways to work together to move forward rather than somehow fabricating misinformation that suggests that we're failing. It's misinformation. The more we propagate the misinformation, 
the more the public believes the misinformation. It's not about elections, it's about data. Believe the data. Oh, Chris, you really should have left your talking points at home. Now, there's somebody engaging in misinformation here, but it is certainly not Senator Charlie Scott. Nearly every single claim that Chris Rothfuss said in that soundbite is not true. He wants to trust the data? Okay, we will, and we'll do that next. But first, here's how Senator Scott responded to him. Okay, you're entitled to your opinions while you're the minority. <laughs> yep, he certainly is in the minority. We'll continue in a few minutes, but first, a completely obscene profit timeout. Cowboy State Politics is brought to you by Morton Buildings. It's fall, in case you haven't noticed, and that white stuff is on its way. If all of your toys are still out in the back pasture, they're about to be covered up with snow. What you should do to alleviate this horrendous situation is give my friends Nick and Jesse a call at Morton Buildings, 307-674-2532. These guys are the experts in metal building construction. They've been doing it longer than anybody else around, and they definitely do it better than anybody else around. Whether you need a garage or a barn or a roping arena or a giant warehouse, doesn't matter what you need. Give Nick and Jesse a call. Tell them what you've got in mind, and they'll handle all the details. Again, their phone number is 307-674-2532, or you can check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. My friends, it's Gun of the Week time from Gunrunner Auctions. If you're a James Bond fan, and you've always wanted to be the man with the golden gun, now you can. It's lot number one at Gunrunner Auctions. It's a Walther PPK. It's gold and engraved in 380 auto. This is a beautiful firearm. It's not been fired, and it's in a presentation case. It's factory engraved with oak leaves and acorns on all gold surfaces. It's got a 3.5-inch barrel and a round hammer. It has white checkered wraparound grips with made in Germany on the right side of the frame near the serial number. It's got a matching slide and frame with a Walther banel on the left side of the slide. It comes with a factory blue presentation case with red crushed velvet interior, the factory manual, the test target, and paperwork. This is the highest grade PPK that you're going to find. It's made just right for the man with the golden gun. That could be you if you check out lot number one at Gunrunner Auctions. Don't forget about the live program every Thursday morning starting at 10 a.m. You can find the link on the website, CowboysStatePolitics.com, or on the Cowboys State Politics Facebook page. And now, back to everything that Senator Chris Rothfuss is wrong about. This is the most listened to political podcast in the state of Wyoming, and I'm your host, David Iverson, firmly ensconced behind the silver cowboy state politics microphone, spelling it out on every program so maybe, just maybe, the Redcoats and the Democrats will leave their talking points at home. But that's not what Senator Chris Rothfuss did. Now remember, 
when we're talking about education, it's all misinformation. Everything you're hearing, complete misinformation. Well, why don't I just let him say it? Focus on the good and find ways to work together to move forward rather than somehow fabricating misinformation that suggests that we're failing. It's misinformation. The more we propagate the misinformation, the more the public believes the misinformation. Right. According to the 2022 Crew Report, which that link is available at CowboyStatePolitics.com, Wyoming spends $19,700 for every student in the state of Wyoming. Strange though it may seem, that number is up from last year. The truth is, education spending in the state of Wyoming goes up about $200 million every year. And the legislators don't even have to do anything to make that go up. They're called escalators. You know, cost of living and all of that stuff. You know what's interesting? That the cost of living never goes down, no matter what the economy does. But I digress. Now, another thing that went up year over year is the average teacher salary in the state of Wyoming. You see, last year it was around $59,000. This year it's $60,235. So your average teacher got a raise of about 800 bucks. Now, 60 grand doesn't sound like it's that much more than the average median wage in the state of Wyoming. According to ZipRecruiter.com, as of August 22nd, the average annual salary in Wyoming is $62,584. On its face, it appears that we're not even paying teachers the average median income in the state of Wyoming. But that would be leaving out one little detail. The teachers only work nine months out of the year. And if you do the math, that means your average everyday teacher in the state of Wyoming is bringing home $6,692 each month for those nine months that school is in session. But that's not how annual salaries are calculated now, is it? In the real world, that is, the non-education world, salaries are figured on a 12-month basis. Because everybody except for teachers works a continual 12 months out of the year. Except, of course, for the two weeks vacation they get as part of their benefit package. But teachers, on the other hand, get a three-month summer vacation. And so, your equivalent salary for a teacher in the real world working 12 months at a rate of $6,692 a month would be $80,313 per year. That is, about $20,000 more than the median average wage. And the truth is, that's a higher wage than anyone at the same professional level in any other state. And it's certainly a better wage than any other state surrounding Wyoming. So teacher pay is clearly not the problem. Wyoming schools are funded on a block grant. The legislature suggests to each individual county how they should spend their money. In, in other words, they say, well, we think you should hire X number of teachers. Now, the legislature doesn't mandate that each county spend that money in that fashion. It's just a suggestion based on the funding model. According to the 2022 Crew Report, which is the report that's generated for the legislature that contains everything that you ever wanted to know about education and a whole bunch of stuff that you probably didn't want to know. But according to that report, there are 820 teachers that the legislature suggests that school districts hire that do not exist. 
That's 820 teachers that are fully funded, benefits and all, that have not been hired by Wyoming school districts. In other words, in every single school district in the state of Wyoming, they are funded far beyond the number of teachers that are actually employed. But it gets worse. According to the Wyoming Taxpayers Association, from 1998 to 2020, enrollment in Wyoming schools went down 1,352 students. In that same time frame, K-12 education full-time employees went up 3,600 positions. So not only did we lose students, we added way more full-time staff in Wyoming schools. So all of this funding, based on a per-student basis at $19,700, puts us at number four in the United States as far as school funding. It doesn't matter how you slice it. In no way are Wyoming schools underfunded. The second question is, are Wyoming citizens getting a good return on our investment? Are we getting the Ferrari that we're obviously paying for? Are Wyoming students performing at a level that is commensurate with the amount of funding that we're giving Wyoming schools? Here's what Senator Chris Rothfuss has to say about it. I think one of the points we've heard today is, is that even statements like that, suggesting that we are not performing at the level we should perform, when we're one of the top states in the country, is looking for negatives when there are such strong positives. Oh yeah, and then there's this. Focus on the good and find ways to work together to move forward rather than somehow fabricating misinformation that suggests that we're failing. It's misinformation. So I suppose it depends on how you define being one of the top school systems in the country. Perhaps the good senator has been out of the school system for far too long. When I was in school, a solid C was not a very good grade. It kind of meant that you're mediocre at best. It doesn't matter which index you look at. Wyoming ranks about 22nd in the entire country in student performance. For instance, let's look at a source that I'm sure is entirely unbiased. Education Week. In K-12 performance, they give Wyoming a solid 72.5%. That's a C, and a low one at that. A white paper that was drafted by Senator Charlie Scott on January 19th of this year says, and I quote, According to the 2020 recalibration final report, between 50.88 and 45.2% of students perform only at the basic level or below in English language arts. These performance levels are not adequate for graduates to access jobs in the higher skill, higher wage economy that Wyoming is trying to build. The National Assessment of Educational Progress suggests improvements in student performance have not grown at the same pace as the growth in revenues for education in Wyoming. Reading from Senator Scott's white papers, quote, We found near universal agreement that we have a significant problem. Wyoming's assessment test, the YTOP, divides the students tested into four categories, advanced, proficient, basic, and below basic. Our calibration consultants, Picus, Auden, and Associates, view those students testing basic or below basic as not reading adequately. Their 45.2% figure is the statewide YTOP result for third graders of the 2018-2019 school year. The 50.88 result is for fourth graders. An important note, the fourth grade result is 5.68 percentage points worse than the third grade results. This analysis uses the 2018-2019 results as it did in the last year entirely before COVID. 
so they can't even use COVID as an excuse. The paper continues, quote, The results on the NAEP test cited by the consultants are not as good as those shown by the YTOP. For 2019, for fourth graders, they show 59.44% basic or below. The NAEP test is given by the United States Department of Education and is highly respected. It is reported on a statewide basis only, and fourth grade is the most junior level at which it is administered. So in other words, 59.44% of those tested were at a basic reading level or below. The senator concludes his paper saying this, quote, Notice that my headline says we are not teaching a quarter of our students how to read. The 2018-2019 YTOP shows 21.77% of third graders and 23.87% of fourth graders below basic. These students have clearly not learned how to read. By saying a quarter, I'm taking a more relaxed view than the experts. However, the experts are probably right that the students who test basic are not reading adequately for success in our modern world. End quote. To top it all off, most Wyoming high school graduates who attend Wyoming community colleges have to take remedial classes in English and mathematics as they begin their college career. That's a pretty damning indictment of our education system. But when we're talking about education funding, we wouldn't want to leave out former Speaker of the House Redcoat Steve Harshman, who never met a dollar that he didn't want to spend on education. Here's his favorite measure of educational success. Is based on, I think it's the fourth state test since I've been in the legislature, since we've started No Child Left Behind and gone down this federal standards path. It's just not accurate. And our graduation rates are an all-time high in the state's history. One of the tops, if not the top, or one or two in the United States. And I just think, again, the tone at the top is so important. And we've just gone through about eight, nine years of severe financial hardship. First, it was natural gas that nobody even noticed. But the coal crush has been huge. We've been scrambling. We've worked our tails off. Graduation rates tell you nothing about student performance. What they do tell you is how many people come out of the high school. It doesn't tell you anything about the standards of education, nor what the test scores are. If graduation numbers are the barometer by which we judge Wyoming schools, then that perfectly explains why most graduated seniors have to take remedial courses when they get to college. In other words, we're graduating people that have problems with reading and can't add. And his point about us being in a cash crunch? The only sector of Wyoming that didn't have financial difficulties was Wyoming education. And so, the people that are spreading misinformation is the Wyoming Education Association, Senator Chris Rothfuss, and former Speaker of the House, Redcoat Steve Harshman. Wyoming has to stop focusing on how much money we spend on education and start focusing on what our kids actually learn in the classroom. And stop listening to Senator Chris Rothfuss. That'll do it for today's installment of the program. Don't forget about the live program starting at 10 a.m. tomorrow. You can find the link at CowboyStatePolitics.com or on the Facebook page. From the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming, I'm David Iverson, and this is Cowboy State Politics.